The Nova Guest List Podcast with Kieran McGuinness. The very best in indie, alternative, and homegrown music from the seriously addictive Radio Nova. So that was the brilliant brothers on Radio Nova by uh, one of my favourite bands, Pillow Queens, Dublin four piece, uh, rocking all over the world. We were just talking off air, myself and Sarah from Pillow Queens, about her love for status quo. How's it going, Sarah? Good, Karen. Thanks for having me on. It is great to have you on. <laughs> so one of the reasons that we're chatting today is because you're playing the brilliant Beyond the Pale Festival in June, and we'll get to that a little bit later on. But you are in the middle of a new album. You're in pre-production for writing a new album. How's that going? Yeah, indeed. It's going really well. We've hidden our way, hidden ourselves away in the studio since deep, dark winter. I think this is the best time to be writing because you're not tempted by the sunshine and the ice lattes outside. So you just kind of hide yourself in a windowless room and that's when creativity strikes. You find that too, right? Uh, the less windows, the more creativity. Yeah, the less lattes, the less windows. <laughs> um, <laughs> less coffee. But actually, I also think this is a really good time to talk to a band because you're not in kind of um, promo mode, I suppose. Because I don't know yeah. about you, but when I'm on, you know, album release mode, I'm like, here is a good answer to question one. And I kind of feel like you kind of get trained up in certain answers, certain things you want to get out. But this is just like deep in songwriting. So your your head is elsewhere. Is that right? Yeah, I'm probably going to answer you in lyrics instead of sound bites, which is probably not a good thing. But maybe you'll get some weird answers out of me too. That's good. I, I can, I can, uh, I can get into that. So when you're writing an album, so uh, the follow-up, of course, to leave the light on. Are you kind of? Do you immerse yourself in other kind of creative arts, like watching films and listen to like great music or whatever? Uh, do you do that, or do you kind of do the opposite, try and go away from influence and like you know come from what you have in you already? I think you can kind of go into it with a plan to you know go to galleries and museums and see a lot of theatre and then go home that night and write something beautiful but it doesn't necessarily work that way usually what I'll do is I'll watch reality TV for too long in the night and then about 2am hits and I'm probably in bed about to go to sleep and something will cross my mind and I'm like that could be a song that could be a, that could be a good verse and I'll have to get up and write it down or like write it on my laptop write it in my phone notes or whatever and then the idea will be spinning around my head so I'll need to pick up the guitar it's always at the most inconvenient times. So I don't know if I'm necessarily ever struck by inspiration at, a, at an appropriate time. But I do find that if I'm stuck for lyrics, going through a book, flicking through a book is quite helpful. It feels more real than going on to thesaurus.com. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I find, you know, if I'm really in the sort of writing process, I feel like my antenna are up. Or like, like I'm just like receptive to stuff. So sometimes if I'm reading, I'll like, oh God, that's a really good sentence and I'll have to put down the, the book. And I find myself not being able to get through stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah, so that's kind of fun. But the other side of it is as well that you're not doing a lot of gigs at the moment. So that distance from gigs, does that make you, you know, get into like the mindset of what do we need for a show? Or like what, or what's missing from a set? Do we need like a big opener or a big kind of a rock and outro or whatever? Yeah, I think when you start putting a set together... Because, yeah, we've got festival season sort of coming up now. So we're putting our set together and including some new ones, some old ones. And it's like, oh, do we have a Hearts and Minds for the new album? Do we have a Liffy for the new album? You know, it's kind of only when you've finished a big chunk of writing that you're like, okay, are all those songs sort of doing the same thing? We need a song to do something else. And then maybe you sort of go back to the drawing board or you change up some of the songs that you already have so that they're filling that void that might be there. As long as you're doing that for the right reasons and it isn't just like, 
oh, I hope Kieran plays this on his show on Radio Nova. Well, that would be a great reason to do it. For me, one of the things that we used to do when we were recording, we'd kind of try and leave nothing for the studio and try and write as much as we could in our room because, you know, you make these massive decisions on your album in seconds and it feels like there's no thought. And sometimes that's good and sometimes that's bad. What's the process right now when songs are at their early stages? Like, is it you bring something in, you know, Pamela brings something in or, you know, is it like you kind of look at each other and, and, you know, someone kind of vibes off what's happening in the room? Well, I think we're trying to include as much as possible when we're recording demos at the moment so that we can go into the studio with as many ideas as possible and then with the hopes of condensing that a little bit more in the studio. So the moment we have one song that's a collaboration of 11 songs, which we've affectionately titled 11 Song Songs for the moment, and that's going to be a real difficult one to hone into I don't know, three and a half, four minutes, whatever it's going to fit on side A of a vinyl. But I think for the last album, we sort of went into the studio knowing a bit too much about the songs. We were married to them. There wasn't any room for changing things up. And we regretted that a little bit once we had a chance to test them out live. So I think we want to just bring every idea possible into the studio and then sit with it for a bit, play it through a few times, get a producer's ear on it, and then make the decision what actually works for an album overall. Yeah. In every process that I've ever been in that way, there's been a moment early where something kind of happened and made you go, oh God, this this is a, a, a touchstone. This is a moment to move from. Has there been any of those yet? Yeah, there's been a few, which is worrying. We definitely have too many um, good songs for the next record, which is a, that's a weird thing to say. There's no but such think, thing, is there? I mean, well, that, yeah, but like we had, going in to record the last album, we had 11 songs and 10 songs that ended up on the album. So there wasn't really a choice. There wasn't a ton to pick from. We were super happy with what we came out with. But with this one, I think like we've probably doubled that now for the next album that we need to whittle down. I think, yeah, there's been quite a few moments of like, okay, there's the song that I kind of have. I have an album from it, from that song alone. Like you kind of, if you had that song, you could go and write nine songs around it and that would work for an album. I think there's four or five of those. Yeah, that's class. Um, yeah, I'm really excited to hear it. It's going to be, yeah, I mean, are we looking at next year? Do you have any idea when you're going in to record? Or is this way oh, too early for this conversation? Of the summer, it's kind of we're working around what festival dates. We have a few things penciled in at the moment, so we want to have a big chunk of studio time. So we're just looking at what we can fit in. But yeah, sometime during the summer, maybe early autumn for studio time. And then, I don't know, if Adele hasn't booked in time for her next vinyl pressing, <laughs> then maybe we can get it out soon. Yeah, oh God, yeah, I'm going through that at the moment. Well, look at, you know, if you need a, a kind of a really tired, you know, a rhythm guitarist, give me a shout. So uh, Beyond the Pale is the big festival this summer um, that you're playing. You're playing a few, not that many in Ireland, but lots around. Some brilliant stuff uh, looking at your gig list. Go and check that out on Pillow Queen's website. The Beyond the Pale Festival, Glendalough Estate, Wicklow, Friday 16th uh, to Sunday 18th of June. The lineup uh, is exceptional. Grace Jones, Hot Chip, Thundercat, For Those I Love, and people like, Jape and Dahi and uh, great Irish acts like that. Who are you most looking forward to see on the lineup? I mean, there's the huge acts, like you said, kind of Grace Jones and Thundercat are going to be absolutely mega. But I think they've done a really great job of curating a great lineup of Irish acts that are they're kind of international bands as well. The likes of Melts are incredible. Like we saw them, they played with us at South by Southwest last year, and mm. they were just incredible. The audience were completely captivated. Like They're just such a powerful live band and they're a band that works so well in a festival environment. So that's going to be incredible. 
Um, Skinner doing great things as well. Saint Sister are always amazing. So yeah, I don't know. Just I, I love Irish music. I really do love Irish music, and I think this is a really nice selection of great Irish bands. And like, but I haven't seen too much of lately as well. We haven't seen Dai play in ages. That's going to be incredible. Yeah, I love the festival vibe. I love the actual. I, I love playing gigs, obviously. But I actually, just the, the hanging around and the going to see other bands and the, the kind of chats afterwards. You know, do you ever do that when you go to a, a load of bands as a band and you're kind of like kind of watching oh, yeah. as a band and going, "Yeah, they're going to do well." Yeah, like I like where they're going. Oh yeah, or being like, "Let's do that at our next set." <laughs> Why didn't we think of that? That's so easy. <laughs> Yeah. Well, look, really, really looking forward to seeing you at Beyond the Pale. I'm assuming they get tickets for, 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 for all this kind of oh. thing. So looking forward to it. Uh, Beyond the Pale, Glendalough Estate Wicklow, Friday 16th to Sunday 18th of June. Sarah, really, really excited to hear the new Pillow Queens album. I'm going to play a song uh, now, um, Hearts and Minds. It's from the last album. Can you tell us just a little bit about it just before we play it? Um, this was our manifesting song. So, you know, the way uh, Fontaine's had their We're Going to Be Big song and then mm-hmm. they were big immediately after so this song is about how we're winning over everyone's hearts and minds and hopefully we'll succeed. Yeah, brilliant stuff. Thank you so much, Sarah, from Pillow Queens. Best of luck uh, and we'll see you at the shows over the summer. Thanks a million. Take it easy. Uh, let's play a little bit of Hearts and Minds by Pillow Queens on Radio Nova. The Nova Guest List Podcast with Kieran McGuinness. The very best in indie, alternative and homegrown music from the seriously addictive Radio Nova.